Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Mars Ball Boy podcast. Sitting next to me again, as always, Big Nolan Robinson. What's going on, guys? Uh, back here again. Let's get it. All right, no, this time we're gonna do. We're gonna switch it up a little bit. We've been covering a lot of NFL, college football stuff, but we're gonna jump into the NBA for tomorrow, Wednesday, December nineteenth, and cover a few games that look interesting to us and kind of can pique our interest a little bit. Um, first game we're gonna start off with San Antonio Spurs coming in at sixteen and fifteen, going to the Orlando Magic, who are fourteen and fifteen on this season. Uh, right now, the Vegas line has this game dead even, so it's kind of a, a flip pick 'em game, as you would call it. The over/under at 207.5. Um, looking at it uh, from afar, I would say right now I am leaning towards Orlando, only because I like the young nucleus of the team. Um, Noel, what kind of interests you in this game? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I like the Magic for sure. They got a they got a young squad. I've always been a fan. Uh, Vooch has been nice. Aaron Gordon's always a nice fantasy play. Always seems to put up some pretty good numbers. Uh, they play pretty good defense as well. I mean, like they definitely. I mean, the NBA nowadays you don't see much defense, but uh, I definitely like their defense uh, upside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Um... Note, San Antonio has won four out of five coming into the game. Um, Orlando has is on a two-game winning streak themselves. Um, it's kind of interesting, though, because you look at it, um, point differential for each team, San Antonio just a plus .1, while Orlando's actually in the negatives. They actually are getting outscored by 2.7 points per game on average. Um but no, I, I think as a whole, I think if you look at Orlando, I love, I'm a huge fan, of course, of Mo Bamba, as you know, um, as is everyone. But I think if you look at it, this team, I think they're, they're just, they're starting to get their feel for it. I mean, the, when you have a young team like this, I think you it takes some time to sort of gel and get that feel for everything together. Um, I think if I look the last time out, um, you look at a guy like Jonathan Isaac, for instance, played 34 minutes, didn't score, but had seven boards and assists. Um, there's certain guys that have certain roles for this team, and I think you look at it, uh, Vujicic, for their big man, is always a consistent guy. Last time out, had 15 and 19. Um, you look at a guy like Fournier, scorer, guy can shoot the ball well from three. Um, he had 24 the last time out. Um, and then Aaron Gordon, I think, if you look at it, like you said before, um, you know, he's a guy, he's a focal point, he's a focal piece of that team, and I think he's one of the reasons why that they're successful or not is because of him. Yeah, no, that's for sure. They have a good squad there. But, I mean, looking at the other side of the ball, the Spurs here, I mean, Aldridge, you can always look for him for a big night. I mean, he's just a great all-around player. They have some stars over here. DeRozan, obviously, is a great player, star star athlete there. Um, <clears throat> then you also have, like, Rudy Gay, Paul Gasol. They can always put up some numbers there. Um, and then, like, good bench depth as well. I mean, they have a pretty good squad there. So you just got to think it would be a pretty close game here. Um, Fantasy-wise, uh, it might not be as high scoring as some of the other games on the uh, slate, but uh, you would definitely see some uh, good numbers from the uh, star players in this one. Yeah, the ageless Rudy Gay, as I call him now, I think he's in his, like, 12th year, and he's still putting up last time out. He was 10 for 15 from the field, 21 points, 6 boards three assists uh yeah DeRozan I think he's starting to find himself uh in San Antonio I know it was a move that he didn't want to make initially 
Um, but I think he can fit that system well. Listen, Pop's a great coach. He's going to have guys playing well. Um, they play in a system. You know, it's part of the system that you're in. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, you look at they've, they've dealt with some injuries um, at the point guard position. Uh, I know DeJounte Murray was out. Uh, Forbes is playing right now at some of the point as well, um, along with Patty Mills. It's, um, you know, it, it's it's not the typical San Antonio team that you're used to seeing, but let's be honest, I mean, they're still in the middle of the race now in the West because the West has just kind of been up and down this year. I mean, Denver's the best team, and I wouldn't say that they have any realistic hope of saying that they're going to finish in first place at the end of the season in the West. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely not They definitely just don't have the, the squad built for that yet. Um, the team built around that. <clears throat> any cheap plays that you like in this game, Noel? I mean, if you were looking for daily fantasy purposes. I mean, like I said, the total of this game isn't really that high. So, like, if I was – I wouldn't really throw too many players in. But, I mean, you can definitely get some uh, low-value plays with, like, the Magic players. And um, also, I kind of like – uh, as you were saying, Forbes has been playing, uh, Patty Mills, like, all those guards can always put up s- some decent numbers. They can always be some options for you. Um, I also seem to like um, Augustine for the uh, Magic. He always seems to have pretty good nights, uh, put up some decent numbers. Aaron Gordon, I always like to play him as well. And then Vucevic, obviously, he can be well... Uh, up there as well mm-hmm. um, I probably wouldn't play Vooch in this one uh, just because Aldridge is pretty good I mean it, I mean it might be a good matchup honestly they could, they could we could see it go both ways so I mean you just never know really yeah no I agree I think uh, one guy that I, I I'm a fan of uh, he's kind of hit or miss and I wouldn't say he's always a great play but in a game like this you could see him maybe coming off the bench and doing wells uh, Terrence Ross for Orlando last time out 19 points he was eight for nine from the field um, he's a scorer. He's a guy that comes in and gives instant energy off the bench. He's athletic but can shoot the ball well. He's 3-for-3 three three from three last time out. Um, yeah, he's a guy that can, that can give you that spark, and especially if the starters aren't doing as well, um, like the Jonathan Isaacs of the world and, and Gordon, you know, maybe you could bring a guy like uh, Ross off the bench and he could score you some points, you know, get you some some instant offense. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, yeah, and then looking at the San Antonio sides, uh not really a whole lot. I would say um, Burton's, I think, last time out for them had a big game off their bench. I think he had, like, 16 points. Mm. Um, yeah, it was 16 points, six boards in 25 minutes. He was 3-4 for four from 3. Um, they play a lot of different guys, though. That's the thing about San Antonio. He, he rotates about 10 guys at a time um, in, in one night. It's not like it's an eight-man bench or something like that. They, they like playing a, a decent amount of players. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they destroyed the 76ers last time out, so, I mean, we might see a pretty good pretty good squad here. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, let's flip to another game. Uh, I think this one is is an interesting game, especially out east as well for in terms of seeding purposes. Um, it is the Indiana Pacers coming in at 20-11, going to the Toronto Raptors, who are 23-9. Um the line for this game is what's it at, Noel? Got, um, let me check that real quick. We got something here, I think. Yeah, it's still two to be determined. Okay, well, yeah. whatever. I, yet, I, if so. I, you know, if I had to guess right now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I would say Toronto would be a 
I would say a five-point favorite, four-point favorite, something like somewhere in that range. Yeah, probably around four point five, something like that. Yeah, uh, I put the over/under probably around like two twenty. Uh, Toronto is a pretty high-scoring team. They got some shooters out there, Leonard and Lowry. I mean, they've definitely looked hot this year, and I've been watching them recently. And then we just saw the Pacers go down actually, so the Cavs. So I mean, we'll see where they're headed from that. I mean, that might be a downhill slope, maybe. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I mean, if you look at the Pacers, they're not, like you said, not a high-scoring team, and they distribute the ball um, pretty well amongst their scoring options. Um, yeah, if you look at it last time out, I mean, they had, what, five different guys in double figures, excuse me, six different guys. Sabonis led the way with 17 for them and eight rebounds. Um, you know, Oladipo is a guy that I think every night you kind you of look for a play. But I think in this situation, I think against Toronto – Look at Toronto defensively. They give them some matchup problems. Kawhi more than likely would be on Victor most of the night. Um, I know the I know that Toronto has a bunch of injuries right now. The guys are day to day. But yeah, I mean, if you look at it, I think if if Lowry plays, that could be a possibility for for a good play. Um, him against Collison. Uh, and I think you know. I think there's there's some there's some other options out there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, just to see. I mean, if some of these players play, uh, Van Fleet, Siakam, and Ibaka, their list is questionable. I mean, if they play, then that could be a difference maker. The Pacers could keep it closer because I mean, I think I could see the Raptors running away with it. They just have the the matchup here. <clears throat> They're the the hotter team for sure right now, coming off two losses as well to the. Two pretty good teams, Portland and Denver. I mean, that's gonna that's gonna be rough, and they definitely want to bounce back with a win if they can. So we'll see if they can uh, hold up and see who uh, starts for them. But I mean, if if you're for fantasy purposes, you could definitely look for some value if uh, you see some of those guys sitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, looking at the production, I think uh, last time out for Toronto, they did get a decent production out of uh, Darrell Wright, who came off and started for them over. Uh, uh, Kyle Lowry, 15 points, 8 boards, 4 assists, uh, 38 minutes. This is a Raptors team shorthanded right now that only played 8 guys. You know, the, their starters all played at least 33 minutes. That was even including a guy like C.J. Miles, who struggled a lot from the field against Denver. Uh, it was just 2 for 12. Um, then you look at O.G. Ananobi, um, Greg Monroe, and the third guy was Lorenzo Brown. So, I mean, like, you look at it, and they didn't really have a ton of options, so we'll see if Toronto is limited again. Look for the starters like Kawhi, like uh, Danny Green, uh, Serge, to have big minutes because right now they're without Valanciunas. Valanciunas is going to be out for a handful of weeks. That is one thing for sure. But like you said, you look at Siakam, you look at Lowry. If those guys are able to play, I would say that there are potential plays. Um, but I will say this. The Pacers inside with Miles Turner is – is tough. The dude's a shot blocking machine, 2.7 a game. Um, they're tough. They're stingy. Yeah, he's tough, and uh, also Thad Young. He's been he's been doing pretty good recently. He could be a play as well, depending on what his price looks like. Oladipo, you'd never know with him. He's obviously coming uh, <clears throat> coming to see what he can do. Um, he just tends to be all right, so he's not really a he. He has a high ceiling, but it's it's risky for there. So. Uh, definitely look at uh, some value plays on the Toronto side of the ball. This game will probably stay close, and we can definitely see some high numbers there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think, you know, I think the other day, I think Kawhi is a must-play here. 
and I would say Sabonis could be an interesting play. The guy's effective. He's, you know what I mean. He when he's in the game and plays, he plays effectively for sure. Um, so I would say that that that's an interesting play. I would definitely consider having him in there, and you know. With Lowry sitting, you might uh, and Van Fleet, you got to look for some low value there because right. that's some that's some guard right there. Out and uh, also with Siakam and Ibaka both listed as questionable, that could be some uh, must must play for uh, mm-hmm. Leonard there. So. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, so we'll see. I, th- I think that game's interesting. I, I like Toronto at home. I think they've played pretty well at home, yeah. and. Uh, like I said, we watched the Pacers lose to the Cavs tonight. I mean, pretty embarrassing. Although, I guess at the end of the day, you know, teams are going to lose yeah, at some point. They're going to lose. Season, so. You don't expect them to lose the Cavs because we don't expect the Cavs to win any <laughs> games, but they did. Um, but, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, we'll see what happens. I think this will be a competitive game. Um, oh, I just got the line on it, Noel. Toronto is a seven-point favorite coming out of the gates. Sweet. So, a little higher than expected, but, you know. A little bit. Uh, we'll see. Uh, the next game we're going to move on to, I, I'm, I like this game a lot, especially if these teams are both at full strength, are the New Orleans Pelicans at 15-16 and 16, playing in Milwaukee against the 20-9 Milwaukee Bucks. Um, Milwaukee is definitely a heavy favorite in this one. Eight-point favorite, over under 233. I think a lot of points are going to be scored in this. I would definitely say go over on it just because you look what New Orleans does offensively. And they can score the ball. You look at Milwaukee, they have tons of guys that score the ball. I mean, look, what is it? New Orleans gives up 115 points per game on average. I mean, that's insane. Yeah, I mean, the Bucks are just dominant at home. Giannis is Giannis, and he's going to do unreal. This game has the highest, one of the highest totals uh, on the whole night. So definitely uh, one to target for uh, player usage there. And uh, point totals. Yeah, exactly. Um, New Orleans does have some injuries, and I think Alfred Payton's out right now currently. Miritich is out right now. Um, Julius Randle's day-to-day. That's another big hit because, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, AD is going to put up AD numbers. Anthony Davis is, is a monster for a reason. And I, you know, d- don't don't have any two ways about it. He's going to put up big numbers. But what else are you going to get from someone else? I mean, Julius played last time out. He did have 17-10. and 10. Um, Drew Holiday, though, he's always a guy I really – Enjoy watching him play. He plays hard. He's not afraid to get the ball out. But he's also a consistent scorer, too. He gets to the rim. He can shoot the ball from mid-range. He can shoot it from three. I enjoy watching Drew Holiday play for New Orleans. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, we'll have to see who gets the minutes here uh, with these with these uh, late injury reports and uh, see if uh, Anthony, minutes, I mean, Ant- <laughs> Anthony Davis is going to be playing all the minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony so, Minutes. Well, Anthony Minutes I mean, is probably going to play. He's gonna be minutes. with them. I mean, right? Exactly. No Miritich. We gotta. He's gonna be without no backup there. So uh, we'll definitely see what happens <laughs> with that one. Exactly. Um, no, but you gotta like uh, Julius Randle as well. He'll get the minutes with Miritich out. Um, yeah, as long as long as he plays, which I know I think it said right now he's day to day right now with the injury. Uh, well then, yeah, I mean if they're both out, then definitely go with Anthony Davis for sure. Anthony minutes, get Anthony minutes. In there. <laughs> How about speaking of which though, you know who started for New Orleans last time out was Tim Frazier. You know where he played college basketball, right? I do not. Take one guess, and I'll give you one try. Uh, I don't even want to guess. Oh, uh, you know it. It's Penn State, in case uh, you're wondering. He didn't do well. He only played 12 minutes, uh, didn't score, had a couple assists and a rebound. But he's been an interesting guy for him. He has nights, though, where he actually comes out and he does well. I mean, I think it's a it's an interesting value play. If you really needed someone cheap, like you, you spent all your money on your, your power forward, your center, your big man, whatever, you're looking for a cheap guard play, 
he's the type of guy you could throw in for like three thousand at the end of the night and say, okay, well, if he gets me fifteen. Honestly, I'm just I I really like this matchup. I I if with this both those players out, I'm definitely gonna like put Anthony Davis in every lineup. Like I'm definitely gonna have to play and. I'm going to put Giannis in this, the same lineup as well because I just think this game is going to be high scoring. Anthony Davis is going to grab the boards. Mm -hmm. Giannis is going to get all the points. So we're really going to see a nice total here for uh, play. I, I agree. I agree. Yes. Giannis, and last time he was out, 32 points, 12 boards against uh, Detroit, which obviously has a big front court with Blake and Andre. Um, Chris Middleton, 22 points as well. He's a consistent second scorer for them. I yeah. mean, he's going to do well. Bledsoe has been pretty good, too. And with uh, Brogdon, it said uh, is either out or questionable. That could be a good target for some other plays. Yes, I agree. Yes. Um, Malcolm Brogdon is uh, top in the air right now, questionable for DJ Wilson, though, off the bench for Milwaukee last time out. 26 minutes at nine points, three boards, three assists. I like him. He's a kid from Michigan. He's been in the league for a couple years now. He's like 6'10" athletic another guy that kind of fits that milwaukee role for them um and snell's another good play for them too he's always kind of quiet under the radar but he, he has those nights where he comes out and he, he scores the ball while well. he had 12 points six boards last time out um but no i'm always a huge eric bledsoe fan um always have been it, it'll be interesting to see um for sure you know i think thon maker is a guy that only played six minutes last time out he's a dude that has so much potential and I hate it because it's like I, I see what he's capable of doing at times, and he shows the flashes, but it's like it's never consistent. They don't give him the consistent minutes at all. Yeah. And it's just it's kind of like, eh, we know. Well, I mean, I also saw the questionable tag on Eliasova, so, I mean, if we might see some lower minutes there, you just got to look for these last-minute reports, see who's uh, in and out, and definitely look for some player usage in this game because I definitely like the star power here in this, the, this matchup. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, looking on to the next game, Noel, we have... We're going to go with the defending champs, the Golden State Warriors, at 21-10, and 10, going to the Utah Jazz, who are struggling now at 14-17. and 17. Uh, Golden State is a three-point favorite on the road. The over-under is at 218. Um, looking at it, Utah is very good defensively. Um, they have been for a while. They've struggled, though. They've, had, they've just had some... I don't know what I would call it. I guess just um, not con like not being consistent. I yeah, mean, it's you know what I mean. It's one of those things. They have a lot of the guys available right now. You know, Crowder's playing for him. Rudy, uh, Gobert, and Ricky Rubio. Um, Donovan Mitchell is still doing his thing for them. I just don't think they've been as consistent as they were a year ago. I mean, they got hot. They had they had they did some some good things towards the end of last season. Um, but, yeah, I like a lot of the guys on, on Utah, though, I think, most nights. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's for sure. Uh, Golden State's a pretty dominant team. You definitely got to watch out for uh, the blowout at any time. Um, if You don't want to pick their player, star players all, all the time because there's always that potential of a game to be out of hand with the Jazz team that just doesn't seem to have it all together this year. I mean, even at home, 5-6 and six record is not going to – do your team well uh you're definitely gonna have to see some more pr production out of their uh team because they've lost four out of five just not not a good slip for them right now mm -hmm. yeah i agree with you um guys that i like Derek favors is a guy i think in this matchup too golden state does not play well inside you know i mean they're not a big team they like to run and gun 
Um, but sometimes you'll have some of the big men sort of dominate against them. And I think they've kind of just struggled at times because this is not the same Golden State team. I mean, they're, they're 21 and 10. They've shown some flaws. I mean, there's been some a lot of hiccups within their organization with Durant and Draymond. They've had their issues so far. Um, I think looking at it from a whole, I think Utah... I like them at home in this game. I do. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Utah at home, close. Um, I think the game goes over. What was it at? Two eighteen, I think I said. Yeah, two eighteen. Yeah, I think it goes over that. Donovan Mitchell, I think, has a big night. Um, I think Rudy gets you. He had eighteen and thirteen last time out. I think he gets you big numbers as well. I think Utah gets this one at home. I'm gonna say close, like a two or three point game, four point game, something like that. But I like Utah at home. All right. I mean, it's a divisional matchup. It's gonna be it's gonna be a heated matchup. Uh, you'll you'll definitely want to see them come out and get a dub. I I just don't see Utah pulling it off, unfortunately. I mean, Golden State's Golden State, and they're gonna have to uh, keep their team as well as they can. <clears throat> but uh, no, I definitely like Gobert in this matchup. There, I think he would definitely put up some numbers. Um, for some rebounds and points for sure, uh, but always like I, I I just like the Golden State roster. Obviously, Curry, uh, I would definitely play him. Donovan Mitchell isn't that good at defense. Uh, he could possibly put up some numbers though. Uh, Rubio does have an advantage, I guess, <sighs> a little bit, but you'll just have to see. Yeah, I think so. I mean, if you look at it. Um... Clay's always a guy for that value play. You know, he's always he's always cheaper on the cheaper end of things. Yeah. Um, you're never gonna it's never gonna be consistent. Like last time out he did have sixteen, but he could have a night where he only scores eight points if he doesn't shoot the ball well. I mean, I think you're always gonna have those kind of possibilities of you, you gotta take the risk. You know, sometimes you do and sometimes he hits, sometimes he doesn't. Um listen, I like Draymond. He always kind of stats stuffs the stat sheet on it. You know, he always he's gonna get you rebounds, he's gonna get you assists, or get you a couple steals, he'll get you a block. Um, KD's high volume, high volume shooter. He'll get you some rebounds, some blocks as well. I just think Utah at home, they need this game. You know, what I mean, they're three games under 500 right now. I think they just need to f- kind of figure themselves out um, at a critical point. I know, and give me give Golden State credit, they've kind of sort of started to right the ship a little bit now. They're kind of trending in that upward direction. But I think if this game's in Golden State, I like Golden State a lot. In Utah, I think they need to play well at home. I think they need to show their fans this. I think they just they they get the job done. Um, I, you know what? I don't don't sleep on Donovan Mitchell defensively. I'm telling you right now. I think he's he's a better defender than what you you might think. He's a little bit more physical. Right. You might realize. I'll, I'll go through on that <clears throat> for sure. All right. So uh, final matchup we got over here then. Yeah, we can do. Uh, we'll do. Yeah, we'll do one more. Maybe we'll do two. Yeah, let's do two. All right. That's fine. All right, we're going to do Memphis. Memphis Grizzlies at 16 and 14 going to the Portland Trailblazers, who are 17 and 13. Portland is a six-point favorite in the game at home. Do you have a total on that? Uh, I don't have a total. I don't have a total on it either. I just yeah, got the... to be determined, so... Yeah. Okay. I mean, I would say, if I'm going to look <coughs> at it right now, off the top of my head, I'm going to say it's around probably 215, 214. Yeah, okay, okay. If yeah. I had to guess, that's probably where, where we're going to be at. Um, Memphis is very good defensively. Offensively, they struggle at times. They had kind of have uh, lapses. Um, they're not a great jump shooting team. Um, I know Conley is day-to-day right now. 
as well as Kyle Anderson. Um, I love Jaron Jackson, but he's not a consistent player for them yet. He's a rookie, you know, rookie from Michigan State. He just had three points, four boards, two assists last game out. Um, Gasol gave him a decent effort as well, 15-6-6. and Um, And then also Caspi off the bench for him last time, the Ageless Wonder as well, had 20 points in 21 minutes. Um, But Memphis searches for scoring. You know what I mean? They they don't have the consistent every day, night in and night out, especially if Conley's out of the game. You know what I mean? Marcus Saul can only do so much. Like I said, you're going to rely on a guy, on a rookie like Jaron Jackson. Then you kind of start searching for guys with Jamichael Green and, yeah. and Garrett, Garrett, Garrett Temple are the next yeah. two scorers. I mean, like, that's what I mean. You're not going to find it consistently every night. Yeah, I mean, that's for sure. They definitely don't have that many value, I mean, like, that many good, like, people, recognizable people, sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> definitely people that aren't going to put up consistent numbers. Uh, with Mike Conley on the questionable end, you got to think that this is going to be a rough game for them uh portland is definitely a better team and definitely has the advantage there i would say then and so in this case in turn we're going to talk about portland then and say damian lillard cj mccullum for sure are two guys that you want to play yeah 100 percent. because i don't think like I said, Memphis defensively normally gets after him, but if they don't have the same guard play... Now, I know Temple, Garrett Temple's a longer guard, um, can maybe affect a little bit of what maybe McCollum's doing, and then I know they have Shelvin Mack as well, who would probably guard Lillard. I, I just don't I don't like them in that matchup, especially in Portland as well. I think you got to lean heavy on Portland on this game. For sure. And I would say that... Um, I like the over, whatever the line ends up being, because I think it's going to be on the lower end of things. But I like the over on it. Um, last time out, Lillard had 39 points. No, it's pretty good. Six for seven from three. That's 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 really good. Yeah. CJ McCollum had 27. Uh, Nurkic as well had 20 points and seven assists. Um, and then you got guys like Mo Harkless and, and Aminu who kind of fill their roles at times. Those are always good value plays, too. Those guys always can kind of give you, like, the 12 to 13 points. They'll get you six, seven rebounds and yeah. get you a steal. Yeah, and, I mean, if we see this game turn into a blowout, those guys will get some more minutes, and that will make uh, McCollum and Lillard less valuable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think regardless, those guys are going to get some points. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're going to they're gonna get, get theirs. Um, but, yeah, I like Portland a lot in this one. I think they can score at a high rate against this Memphis team, especially with them banged up. Very um, interesting to see how that how that turns out. Yeah. Uh, sure. All right. So last game, Noel, we're gonna get we'll get one more in. It's gonna be the Oklahoma City Thunder at 19 and 10 going to the Sacramento Kings at 16 and 14. Um, Oklahoma City is a four and a half point favorite, and we got the over under at 236. A lot of points, Noel. A lot of points. Yeah, I mean, neither team likes to play a lot of defense. They kind of just like to shoot the ball a lot. Uh, Sacramento being one of them, they have the league fastest team in the the, the game. So, I mean, you got to like uh, their players here. Uh, Fox always seems to have a pretty good night. Heald can be good at times. Uh, I see the questionable tag on a few Kings players here, so that might up the minutes as well for them. So we'll see if uh, Shumpert and Bogdanovich uh, come to play. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, for sure in this matchup, like you said, Kings don't play any defense. Kings love to score, like you said. They'll get up and down, but they won't play any defense. Russell Westbrook is going to have a field day in this game, for sure. No doubt about it. This dude's going to put up monster numbers. 
Uh, Paul George as well should be able to put up pretty big numbers. Um, you look at it in sidewise. Steven Adams has been pretty consistent all year. I would say he's a guy that's interested in playing uh, in a matchup like this. I would definitely lean towards heavy on Oklahoma City. But conversely, I will say this. The Kings, like you said, De'Aaron Fox, baller. Uh, Buddy Heald, a little inconsistent at times. I know he's their leading scorer. I kind of hesitate, especially if they l- allow Paul George to guard him, which they may do at times. Um, I would say I would lean a little bit towards going away from Heald, but I would say De'Aaron for sure. He's gonna, he's Him and Russ are going to go back and forth a little bit. Um, Collie Stein's a good rebounder. Not a consistent scorer, though, um, but a good rebounder. And uh, Bagley's out for, for Sacramento, so they're going to be looking for some minutes inside. Yeah, I mean, Bielitz has got to be a good play there. I mean, he definitely will be the one to target for minutes. Yep. Yeah, he um, in his limited role so far for minute wise, he's been very productive for them. Um, yeah, you just gotta look to see. I mean, there's some younger guys that may get an opportunity for Sacramento um, with some of the injuries. Um, last time out, they gave up 132 points to the T Wolves, though. Yeah, that's right. I mean, they they really just don't play a lot of defense. So, right. I mean, this definitely could turn into something. That uh, gets out of their hands and definitely see some younger guys get some minutes there. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree. Um, last time out, Yogi Farrell had 16 for them off the bench. Harry Giles had 13 for Sacramento. Frank Mason had 12. Justin Jackson had 11. So they had some guys score for them off the bench. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I, I, this, this Kings team I like a lot because they're so young. They have so many good young players, and that's why I enjoy watching them. Um, They've also won me some money this year, Noel. So, I mean, that's always a good thing, right? Yeah, I mean, I think my low-value play would definitely be uh, Kufus. Uh, He definitely is going to get some minutes off the bench with uh, Bagley being out here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bialica, obviously, would be a nice play for sure. (coughs) But other than that, I don't like many players here unless you're going to look for some other value players like Yogi. Like you said, had a good game out last time, but you can never promise anything. So we'll just have to see with uh, the questionable tags on Shumpert. Right. How about another guy, though, for switching gears? Well, I'll put it this way. One more guy for Sacramento. Harry Giles, I'm going to say this right now. Potential sneaky play right there. Low value. Could do well. To the Oklahoma City side of things, Schroeder. Yeah. How can you forget about him, right? Yeah, I you mean, can't. I mean, that's the that's the value. That's, I mean, he, you, he loses his price whenever you got Westbrook and other right. guys. But the dude was a powerhouse for, for Atlanta for years. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this is a dude that, that comes off the bench now and is productive. Last time out, 18 points. Yeah. You know? I mean, Just like. watch the price there. I mean, if it runs into a blood, he'll get the minutes and definitely could be well, a he'll still get Yeah, he'll get minutes regardless of it, I yeah. think. But, I mean, I, I think he's always a good play to have because he's just a, he's a consistent scorer and he can he can get to the rim, he can get to the foul line. Um, yeah. I mean, if you think you look at it, they distribute the ball well. But I think it goes through, Oklahoma City goes through Russell and Paul George. And then it's kind of nice because you kind of have those two guys they lean heavy on. And then Steven Adams... Um, you look at Schroeder, those guys like that. They're 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 off in the distance of scores. You know, what I mean, they don't lean on them hard. Where some teams kind of divvy it up to five different guys score the ball, like mm. kind of like how Sacramento does. Yeah. You know, for for Oklahoma City, it's okay. We're gonna lean on Paul. We're gonna lean on Russ, and then hopefully some other guys chip in. But those are the guys we're gonna lean heavy on. 
And it's nice when you kind of have that. You know that in this game, those two guys are going to have big games. I would say throw in Paul George for sure. Throw in Russell Westbrook for sure. Yeah. And then you can kind of build off that for your lineup. For sure. Alright, well Well, no, I think that was a pretty good run through of the NBA games for Wednesday. Um December nineteenth. Yeah, December nineteenth. I think uh hopefully we got some decent value plays in there for you guys. Um I think going forward we're gonna keep trying to do this. We're gonna keep trying to you know, we'll give you we'll give you some interesting games for NBA on, on certain nights and what looks good and what looks interesting. Um, and hopefully we'll also have another episode coming out with the NFL preview for this coming week for all of you that are still in, in the fantasy football playoffs. I know Nolan is not. I still <laughs> am. So that's good for me, not, not for him. Um, but, yeah, thanks. We appreciate you guys listening. Like I said, subscribe, like us, retweet us, do whatever you can to get us out there. We're, we're trying to make this big. We're trying to make this popular. We're trying to do some big things with this. We're trying to expand, grow, have some special guests hopefully on this week. No, I think we For almost sure. had Mr. Whaley on earlier today. Unfortunately, he couldn't be with us, but yeah, I mean, we're trying to do some big things. We're, we're going to, we're going to get out there. We're going to, we're going to reach out to everyone. <laughs> I don't think Eli Manning is going to be on the show though. But he won't. Way. He's going to retire. Well, after he's going to retire. Actually. Well, now he's got to have, he's got to have <laughs> another job. And he's retired from football, but I don't think he wants to be on here because you make fun of him every time that we bring him up. He definitely does not. And uh, <laughs> if we look at this parlay action, I told you Edmonton is coming back. Like oh, I, well, I how about that? Yeah, we will have an NHL preview at some point as well, everyone. For those that are hockey fans, I know we got some hockey fans out there. I won't probably be talking much during that episode. You'll probably just hear me say yes and no and then <laughs> thank you or whatever. But we will have a preview on that coming up <laughs> at some point. I don't know when yet, but we'll have it at some point. Um, but yes, thank you everyone for listening. We appreciate it. Noel appreciates it. And until next time, we'll see you later. There we go. There we-